Welcome back to Let's Thrive the Podcast. I'm your host, Emily Feichels, and it's a pleasure, as always, to have you here listening. I have tried to record the beginning and introduction to this episode multiple times, but alas, in my new apartment, uh, when Timber walks, his claws on the floor just make the most irritating noise to me, at least in regards to podcasting. And I haven't gotten like carpeting or really soundproofed the main area where I'm recording the podcast. So apologies if this episode has some echo or there's background noise, whatever it is. Just know that it's the real deal. This is real life happening right here. It is a Sunday night. I've had a long, long, long week between moving and work and emotional breakdowns, but we made it. It is Sunday night. My Christmas tree looks beautiful. My apartment feels like home. It feels so sacred to me already. I just got off the phone with a good friend. Good friend chats always cheer me up. And I have Monday, Tuesday, the next two days off. So life is good for now, unless Timber gets up and keeps making the fucking claw noises on the floor. But we're going to disregard that, move on, and get through to today's solo episode. (laughs) If you're new, this is what Let's Drive is about. It is real, raw, in-the-moment conversations, sometimes with guests, sometimes with me, myself, and I. Of course, I always have the cats or timber around to be a part of it (laughs) in spirit. And yeah, the idea behind it is that these are just real and honest thoughts of mine. Sometimes they're rambles, sometimes they're more coherent. Today will hopefully be a good combination of both. And if you're an OG, if you've been around for a while, thank you for sticking with me through it all. The ups and the downs, the weird times, the fun times, the Emily, what are you doing times, all of the times. So yeah. Happy heart moment here. Lots of gratitude. But to start this episode off, I alluded to a moment ago a conversation I had with a friend and some emotional breakdowns <laughs> that I've, I've had. And it really inspired me to jump on the mic tonight and create the solo episode because this is a topic that I've written a few notes on. I've really been thinking about, I've discussed in therapy, and I'm starting to really try to prioritize and integrate and dive into in my life. So what better place and time to share it than on the podcast. So today I just wanted to talk about what that is. And it's really been the topic of connection and friendship and relationships. And what was interesting about this recent move from my old apartment to my new one, and I had a trip home in the midst of it, and then I had some things shifting at work, and some combination, something about this combination of events really just had me reflecting a lot on the constants in my life, right? And I think what it was is there was a lot of change, there was a lot of uncertainty. And so, of course, you know, like you then seek out the constant and the comfort in life. And for me, I realized that when it comes to people, I didn't have that. I don't have that. I have a few people that are constant, you know, and I I know no matter what, I can depend on them and rely on them and they love me, but I don't know. I just started to get really sad about how just realizing in the midst of all of this, how I have really failed to prioritize specific relationships in my life. And that has now led me to where I'm at now, where I do feel a sense of loneliness. I feel a sense of 
I don't even know the correct word. So I'm going to wait and we'll reflect back on this once I sort of like talk through, you know, what I have for today's episode. But yeah, it's it's an interesting phenomenon. I think a lot of us experience it in different chapters, different phases of life. So I'd be curious to hear how this episode resonates with you in your own unique way. But I just wanted to share this behind the scenes sort of like personal thing I'm going through because it has brought up a lot of I think it's been brought up by a lot of feelings of overwhelm and a lot of just change and unsettling and uncertainty and I don't know those moments always bring up my anxiety or my depressive episodes or my super introspective episodes and so hopefully it just connects with you in one way or another um but yeah that being said let's sort of dive into it so as I said before this was all starting to come up because of, I think, essentially the move. And it was bringing up this feeling and sense of loneliness in my life. And upon further reflection, I've always known that I've felt lonely. Um, As a child, I was always like constantly trying to find a friend to hang out with or something to do. And a lot of it, you know, probably had to do with trying to distract from, you know, like, watching my mom suffer with cancer and then losing her and then eating disorders and I was always trying to find other people and other places and other things to make me feel happy and loved and cared for and distracted and so I've always had this like underlying sense of loneliness and like I don't belong and that nobody understands me and just truly after discussing this with my therapist a true feeling of just always feeling as though I need to earn or seek out or just really, really try um, to earn, essentially, love and attention. And that has nothing to do with my parents. They were so attentive and loving, but I think it has to do with the trauma I experienced as a child, losing my mother and going through an eating disorder and depression on my own and taking care of my dad and my brother and things like that. So... I've always had this underlying current of loneliness, right? And we all have people in our life, right? So it's that idea of, well, I'm not alone. You're not alone, right? We have people. We have friends. But at the end of the day, like how fulfilling or how true or authentic or vulnerable are those relations? You can be surrounded by people and still feel lonely in some regard of your life. And so I think that's been a big thing for me to understand is that I'm surrounded by people 24-7. And a lot of the times I write that off as, you know, I'm not lonely. I have all these people. But at the end of the day, like, I can still feel lonely if I don't feel supported in this area of my life or if I don't feel understood or if I feel like I'm hiding part of myself from these people, whatever it is. And so I've just really started to reevaluate how I can make the people in my life and the relationships that are in my life feel more authentic and true and open and honest and just overall fulfilling to me so that I don't have to experience this feeling of loneliness so often. And what I started to think about was how some of these you know, people that I am very close with I've sort of boxed them in as work friends or whatever it is. Yeah, let's go with the example of work, right? So they're my work friends. And I've sort of boxed them in as we're friends at work. If we go out, we're talking about work or it's a work event, but that's about it. And I've started to see how other people in my work 
are taking these friendships outside of work. And now, regardless of if they were no longer working at Two Hands, they would still be friends. And it's been beautiful to watch them grow these relations. And I've just realized lately that I haven't done that. And I think you can relate this to whether you're in school or your own job or whatever it is. Like so often we sort of box in, we box in a lot of things in life. We box ourselves in, but we can also box in relationships or friendships into like one specific thing. And so I'm starting to wonder now, like, can I expand these friendships outside of work? Are these people and relations and friendships that could survive outside of work? And if so, how do I pursue that? How do I give that the opportunity to grow? And how do I see, like, test it out, you know? While also making sure that I am able to separate work from personal life. And that I can go out with these people and talk about more than just work. And more than just, you know, yeah, work essentially. That we can actually have a personal conversation. And I can feel open, able to be open with them. And they can feel able to be open and vulnerable with me. And we can really connect as human beings and friends versus just work friends, work associates, whatever that box may be. And I feel that that kind of is something I, I, you know, is feasible. I can definitely work on. What's harder, and the second part that I've been reflecting on is just when it comes to the prioritization. Um, I am someone that has a very natural tendency and desire towards work. I am Capricorn Sun, Taurus Moon. I am a generator. If you're into any of that type of stuff, I am essentially built to be a workaholic. I am not trying to praise that. I'm not saying that's a good thing. It has ruined my health. It has ruined relationships. It has done a lot of damage in my life. It has also given me a lot. So work and my natural state for it is something I'm always kind of going back and forth with. But that being said... I've realized, unfortunately, that I oftentimes do prioritize work, whether needed or not, over the people in my life. I mean, I, I feel so weird even saying this, but it's true. I, um, when my grandmother passed a few weeks ago, I think it was an underlying current of it was too much for me to process. And so I didn't want to be home for her funeral and I didn't want to be home with all the people upset and crying and impacted by her death. And so my automatic default was, I can't get off of work. I know very well, much, damn well, that um, any of the people I work with would have covered my shifts for me to go home. But I was like, no, 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 like work's too important. I can't, I can't miss it. You know, like they need me. What will they do if I'm not there? Like they'll have to work overtime, blah, blah, blah. Um, looking back once more, that was sort of me trying to protect myself because I was feeling like I couldn't process the grief if I went home, but that's one example. There are so many other examples of times that I have consistently, weekly, bi-weekly, monthly prioritized work over the people in my life. And while there's a time and a place for that, when it happens so frequently to the point of I haven't seen this friend in, I don't know, two to three months because there was a time where nearly every week or every other week we would try to go for a walk or coffee or dinner and every fucking time 
I wound up having, you know, choosing essentially to stay after work to finish up this like little project or to help out or whatever it was. And so I'd miss it. Or because I had a deadline for something I was working on in my personal life and I hadn't prioritized that with work at the restaurant, whatever it was, right? Like it just always kept coming up. And while there's a time and a place for that, there is no fucking way that all those times I had to stay after work for that long or I couldn't have asked for somebody else to step in and help or I couldn't have reprioritized the rest of my day. And so, yeah, it fucking sucks that I have to admit that and that it's something I did and something I default to, but I don't prioritize, or at least I didn't for a while there, for the longest time, I didn't prioritize friendships. I didn't prioritize relationships. I'm so used to doing things on my own and then only only quote-unquote relying on people when I absolutely need them that I have forgotten what it means to be a friend, a true friend. And that makes me really sad, really fucking sad. Um, And I think a lot of you probably maybe can relate, maybe not too many of you, Um, but whether it's because you've been so focused on school or on an aspiration for your career or a relationship, right? Like you've been so amored with your love or you have been going through a life transition, whatever it is, I think a lot of us have had those times in life where we just sort of forget what it means to show up and be a friend amongst everything else. And I know I'm probably making that sound like a bad thing and I mean, I I know there are times where we have to right prioritize ourselves for what we're doing, but I'm just saying in this moment, I am a little upset with myself that it took me so long, literally a year living in Austin, to realize and accept that my loneliness is self-inflicted and that I've had a lot, a lot of people try to express their love and take time to be with me and really carve out a place in their life for me. And I only met them with a sort of flaky, half-assed attempt to make it work. And so, yeah, I feel like I'm in a season right now of trying to shift that. I want to shift that. I want to make amends and I want to be a better friend in that regard um it's not about I'm trying to be careful with it though because I had a a session with my friend Anna from the road to Anna I'll link it all below she's been on the podcast twice she's amazing when it comes to astrology and just self-awareness and the world of spirituality and just truly one of the most authentic and vulnerable and beautiful souls I've ever met we did an inner voice session that was essentially think of it as like a very long meditative state like over an hour i can't believe i was in a meditative state for that long and never thought i could but she is so amazing at what she does that i was able to be in it she guided me through it it was essentially talking to that inner voice like the inner emily sort of separate from all the noise and the distractions and the cluster that swirls through the mind right so is sort of like the inner voice Emily um, speaking 
without my mind trying to think or process or analyze whatever it was. So essentially think of it as like, she would ask a question or a prompt and I would just say the first thing that came up, even as I felt my mind trying to think it through. So if she thought how I felt about finances or how I felt about XYZ, I would just say first thing that my inner voice was telling me in this meditative state, while I could feel in the recesses of my being, sort of like my mind kick up and be like, well, I, you know, in this situation, I think this and in that, I think that, and what about this? And I would feel all that start up and I would just speak instead what felt most true to me, like what my inner voice was saying. And when we got to the point about, I forget what the prompt even was, but we got on this, you know, topic and my, my inner voice, my like true self, whatever you want to call it, essentially said that I, Emily, I crave love. I crave love so, so, so very much because I love so much. However, I feel like I am constantly trying to earn and seek and just get people to love me and to take me in and to accept me. And I feel like I'm constantly trying and constantly failing. And I, I do this with work and I do this with myself and my, my personal work and with relationships. And I, I started to cry actually, as I was talking about it. And I just realized, I was like, I'm so fucking tired of feeling this way because she then was prompting like, does Emily know how loved she is? And I was like, yes, she does. But sometimes she can't see it. And sometimes she's so caught up in this cycle of trying and seeking and thinking she has to earn it that she doesn't see that these people just love her as she is. And they love her regardless of these flaws that she thinks she has. And I just, I don't know, it, it brought me to tears. And like I said, I was crying. And so I'm now at this place where I'm really evaluating, like, how do I go about this? Because yes, I do want to try harder and I want to be a better friend, but I also need to remember that I don't always have to be trying so hard, <laughs> right? So it's like this weird paradox, but it's, it's true, right? The people that love me for me and the people that are meant to be in my life and I'm meant to be in theirs, like, it, yes, it, there will be times where it requires work and it does require um, sort of energy and intention and action on both ends, both parties' side of a relationship, but it also shouldn't feel like I am constantly trying to earn it, right? And so I'm in this place now of trying to evaluate what are the relationships in which I, I know, I know at my core that I can be me and yes, I can show up better and yes, I can, you know, put a little bit more effort in and a more intention into growing and sustaining and building our relationship. But at the end of the day, I am not trying to be anyone or anything that I am not while then evaluating what are the relationships in which that does feel the case. The relationships where if I really dive deep, I really do feel like I have to try to be this version of me around them. Or I have to try to change myself in order to stay in their life, whatever it is. And so it's, yeah, it's a lot of deep work and it's emotional and it is really pushing me to 
quiet my mind and to really like reflect inward and to think things through and I don't know just really evaluate the people and the relationships and how I feel about them and my own emotions and thoughts so I don't know it's it's all over the place this conversation (laughs) this discussion this one-sided solo episode (laughs) has been all over the place but I just truly wanted this was a topic I wanted to discuss I had a few bullet points and then the rest was just straight from straight from the heart you know this is how I've been thinking this is my thought process this is how I fumble through things but I just really felt called to share about it and talk about it and like I said I'm sure you could relate to this in some way or another uh, whether that's in regards to relationships with college or work um, or other relationships friendships people in your life if you feel lonely (laughs) if you feel lost whatever it is I just I don't know I think relationships play such a big role in our life and yet they can so often just be overlooked. Like, I just always think of the times when you're with those people and you just feel your heart clench out of pure joy and fascination of how did I get so lucky to have these people in my life? what did I do to deserve them, right? And, and you know, we don't deserve, we don't do anything to deserve them. They, we are, our hearts were meant to be, you know, they're meant to be in our lives, we're meant to be in theirs. But it's just those moments when you feel that sense of these people are my home, they are my family. Those types of relationships bring such beauty and life into us and into our worlds that they do deserve more focus. And I think if you can focus on them and you can cultivate that in your life, what a gift. What a blessing. And so that's what I want. And that's what I am working towards. And it feels good to be in a place in my life where my goals, my ambitions, my visions, definitely there are some related to work. But more than that even, they are ones relating to life. They are cultivating my relationships. It is showing up for the people in my life and showing them how much I respect and love and adore them. It's prioritizing mental health, emotional health. It's allowing myself to explore and be creative and have fun. It's just really neat when you reach that point in life where what you desire is outside of the realm of materialistic goods or outside of work or whatever it is. So I feel very grateful to be in this chapter, um, even if it is a lot of work and sometimes sucks and feels lonely and anxious and depressive, but we are getting through it. And I assure you that if you're going through something similar, anything at all, uh, you are not alone. Never, ever, ever truly alone. Uh, It's just about finding you know, and sometimes stumbling across others that are going through it as well and hopefully connecting. So if this episode was that for you or you think it could be for someone else, feel free to share it. Your support means the world. It's why I do what I do. Uh, It's how I do what I do. So if you're able to share this with a friend, an acquaintance on social media, even leave a rate and review, it means so much and truly does help me keep doing this. So 
that being said much gratitude for all of you and i'll talk to you next time bye